You're listening to Skullcrack, Ireland's first and foremost Magic Gathering podcast. I'm your host, David Wolf, and I'm joined here by... Kieran And Alan. And each and every week, we bring you all the latest magic news, as well as our tournament report, and of course, our deck of the week. Hey guys, what's the story? Not much, just can't wait for... Christmas. Yeah, it's all happening. <laughs> Getting ready Christmas for in. Christmas. It's like a few yeah. days away. And it's... I went to the Wild Lights last night. What is that? It's in the zoo. Okay. And it's at night time. And so you can't see the animals. So it sounds bad already. <laughs> Sign me up. However, instead of the animals, they have lights, which are shaped like animals. <laughs> Seems like this wouldn't need to be in the zoo. You could just do it anywhere. <laughs> yes, it could just be anywhere. That is absolutely true. Yeah. The zoo looks nice. No, it's nighttime. It doesn't even look nice. Uh, yeah. No, it does look nice, Pretty and good. it also has a natural path around it. So that's sure, yeah. yeah. They only use about actually half the zoo, but anyway, okay. that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's kind of Chinese festival of light themed or oh, something like okay. that. It's like Chinese lanterns and big, big flowers, and there's also dinosaurs which you can't see in the zoo. No, yeah. Nor can you see them anywhere else. I no, believe exactly. No, not, you not can yet. only see them in light form. Yeah, and in Exelon booster packs. That is very true. Yeah. True advanced genetic engineering techniques. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, right, what happened is, how about a zoo that's only open at night time? Right. Yeah. They sell booze. Actually, well, maybe they don't have sell booze, but it's like it's just all it's all nocturnal animals. Okay. And, like, yeah. and everyone, yeah, the everyone, problem is seeing the animals. Yeah. You know you're given night vision goggles when you walk Ooh, in. Okay, okay. Well, we know how that worked out in Jurassic Park. Not very. I didn't see it. Um, <laughs> I'm joking, of course. I'm only joking, of course. It's on Jurassic Park. Uh, uh, yeah, so that sounds like that sounds like a great way to. And was it like Christmassy themed at all, or was it winter? Kind not of? really. No. Okay. No, not Christmassy themed. To be honest, I feel like they were already trying to tie in a lot. It sounds like so Christmas as well would have been stretching it. Maybe. I think so. Yeah, to, yeah. Trying to touch yeah. every base. Yeah. yeah. Too many. Yeah. Too many bases touched. Yeah. I think. That's cool though. Um, yeah. yeah, it was really nice, yeah. and there's like lots of nice music, and it was a nice little walk around. Lots of. Deadly. Nice yeah. lights. Yeah, that, that was it. I haven't done anything so far, but I'm just ready to eat some mince pies and uh, eat more mince pies. That's about yes. it. Class. Yeah. That's basically the meaning of Christmas for me. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to stuffing. Oh, Deadly. Stuffing, oh, stuffing. Yeah. stuffing what? The, in the, 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 oh, the noun. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly it. Yeah, the noun. Yeah. I spent a week following an absolute, the absolute disaster of the online news this week. You hear about this? The online news? Yeah. No. The I'm internet following the, the online news. <laughs> this is a... This is a, the me IRL advent calendar. Oh, oh okay. Right. This? this is an no. absolute shit show. Excuse my Francais. Um, <laughs> so it's like, all right, me IRL, it's like a whole lot of really crappy memes. One person said, hey, the most unvoted meme of every day is going to go into this advent calendar. It's like 25 days. It's like a grid of five by five, 25 days to Christmas. Okay. So it's like a great idea. Very, so the first post was a funny meme. That was pretty funny. Second post, it was like, it was the, the words December 2nd. Uh, no, sorry, no, it was words December 3rd. And the caption was, upvote this. So the second day of the calendar says December 3rd. So then uh, Wednesday was like the Wednesday, our favorite Wednesday frog. It was, yeah. the, it was the first half of Wednesday frog, kind of halfway through a portal, like a portal for portal. Okay. And it says, it is Wednesday. And then the next Wednesday, a week later, it was like my dudes. And it was like his butt. That's okay. amazing. That's, That's pretty good. good. So yeah, yeah. this was like, oh, this is kind of nice. It's kind of people on the internet kind of collaborating together, like like Twitch plays or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, yeah. <laughs> but then I think, so you know that boy, the, the, it's like a frog on the inside. So they had run, that. Run, run like, the bike. Yeah. yeah so it's like, it's like that. Uh, they had a top half of that. It's like, right, we have this here. And like five days later, we post the second half. Okay. But the day before the second half was due. Someone posted the left arm of the forbidden one. The Exodia thing. Oh, okay. No. The was, hey, let's try and make Exodia, and everyone started freaking out because like, oh, his head's gonna be. What about that boy in his head? What are we gonna do? <laughs> so then someone posted the next day. Someone posted a picture of Exodia's head. Uh, with that boy's unicycle over his face. I'm like, all right, that's good. That's good. That's gonna yeah, work. Yeah. But then, when like, so every day they're updating the calendar, showing where all like all, all the pieces are yeah. on the side by five grid, but the the unicycle doesn't line up at all. Doesn't line up at all with with the, with the frog above it. And then the following day, uh, it was like the, the the right arm of the forbidden one. Yeah. Um, and I was like. Kind of, it's that you know that meme where it's like a hand petting a dog. So yeah. it was, it was yeah, edited yeah. that way. Okay. But then, but then the three cards, the three cards just don't line up at all. <laughs> so else there, so this is a. It'll be in a few more days. We're going to get to his legs. Uh, but like, if anyone ever played a Yu-Gi-Oh or even fewer people than that, if anyone's ever cast or put together Exodia, it's like it's not really, it's not really. Um, 
it's not like in a straight line. It's like no three cars on top and two kind of halfway between. Yes, that's so this true. is a five by five grid. Oh, okay. So I don't know how they're, so they're just not. <laughs> don't know how they're get the legs in. <laughs> his legs are just going to no. be underneath one of his arms and his body. I have no idea. It's it's an absolute shit fest. Um, yeah, uh, that sounds great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great job, internet. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, <laughs> can't get any better. Yeah, can't wait. Um, has anyone put any gifts in? Does that work? No, that's like, sorry. That was yeah, so someone actually on the third one was like. Someone put a gif in and said, oh, let's put a gif in. So the person has to convert the, the, the calendar to a gif. <laughs> the whole then, thing has to be a gif. And another one was like a guy in an office, a guy in, like, in a suit standing on an office chair. Someone said, I'll post this in so it has to be marked as not safe for work. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, actually, actually, today's one, it's a Wednesday for all, because today is Wednesday, my dudes. It is. It's a, but it's like a 3D uh, kind of rotating image. Okay. It's, like, it's really cool. It's like a kind of complete interactive 3D thing. Ooh. So I don't know how to <laughs> implement that in the calendar. But, <laughs> Okay, well, uh, rest assured that I will include in, I will include an image of this calendar in the show notes. Yeah. So yeah. anybody who is curious about uh, the MIRRL advent calendar, look no further than your skull crack show notes. Also, yeah. as people who didn't know what the hell I was talking about for the last three minutes can also... Yeah, they can see what's going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's definitely worth your time. Okay, in magic news this magic week... Magic Gathering. Yeah, we have some... We do have some news. So we have some uh, product... Uh, Endings and some new beginnings. Ooh, so uh, they're, they're a line of products is, is has been announced to end, and a new line of products will begin. <clears throat> and we also have a preview card from Rivals of Ixlan. Mm-hmm. This is an official preview, not leak like some of the previous ones. Mm-hmm. Um, we then will have our tournament report, and we will also have our deck of the week. Yeah, yeah. And the first thing I wanted to say is. Thank you to all the listeners who emailed in after last week with messages of support and stuff like that. It was really nice. Thank you so much. Uh, we posted the podcast on Reddit. It got pretty good response. Like people were very civil, good discussion in the comments. Great for the, stuff for the most part. There's yeah, like for the most part, there's, of course, the, there's always going to be yeah. This yeah, signal to noise ratio is about normal for Reddit. I think yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But it was it was good overall. And actually, did you guys see that that the other thing about the guy who got match lost out of the top eight in in one of the GPs yeah, for yeah, commenting yeah. on his opponent's oh, ball? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really unfortunate as well. Jesus, that yeah. guy made a post about about mm. that and how how that situation was handled and how he was kind of unhappy with it as well. That's definitely a, a good one to to yeah. check out. And a lot of that, his was. It's not that he disagreed with the decision. It was. No. Kind of, it was kind of similar to to your situation that he didn't yeah. agree with disagree with the situation, but he disagreed with kind of uh, how he was interacted with. Yes, like, as a player. Like more of the stuff around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like I that mean, one, I think is pretty clear cut. Unfortunately, like unfortunately, it is within within the rules. It's clear cut, yeah. or within the what is it called, the IPG or yeah, yeah. Um, whatever it's called, um, but. The MTR, yeah. MTR, IPG, the, yeah, um, triple A, yeah, <laughs> you got whatever. the jar as yeah. well, WGF, uh, memory jar, yes. Uh, so within within that framework, it, it's clear what the infraction was, and then also what the the punishment or yeah, uh, punishment yeah, is, yeah. The right, is the right word, but what the repercussions would be, mm-hmm. yeah, the penalty. Uh, but I do think that uh, there's very few worlds where that's a terrible thing to say and should get you match lost out of the top eight. For yeah, me. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like you're like, especially when your opponents are the way they set it up. Your opponents, your possible opponents in your pod should be seated like very far away from you yeah. and stuff like that. But it's like that's a situation where you're told very clearly what to do by the judges directly are, yeah. beforehand. Mm-hmm. So like, and you, it's only a rule you have to follow. You just have to not talk for like half yeah. an hour, basically. Yeah. So, but like, I do know that there are there are people who have never been in that situation before. Yeah, true. true. They've been in maybe pods where you're not supposed to talk. Like for example, in our store championship, mm-hmm. not not the Wizards run store championship. No. The the store, store invitational. Run, store invitational. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yes, in our store invitational, when we do our <sighs> Rochester draft, mm. we are told, you know, not to speak or communicate during yeah. the draft. But because it's not like a big, huge, everything's on the line tournament, we, you know, sometimes people like snigger or, yeah, you yeah. know, react to each other or like somebody hate draft something. You go, Err, yeah, you know, yeah. um, and in that environment, we all just kind of laugh about it afterwards, and we're like, "Haha, remember when you reacted that time?" Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was, that so was funny. that's an unsanctioned event as well. Sure, that, yeah. that type of thing was happening at nationals a little bit as well. Like, yeah, it even happens yeah, at nationals, exactly. and it even happens at uh, top eight drafts in in PPTQs, uh, in PPTQs yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Exactly. Yeah. So, 
for them, you know, obviously day two of a GB is different. It's professional REL, so yeah. you know things are taken much more seriously there. Mm-hmm. But ugh, such a feel bad just yeah. get matched off to the top eight for literally just saying, "Oh my God, you have a bomb!" Yeah, on top yeah. of your library, it's, it does. Or suck. On top of your uh, pool, it does. Suck. It is I, very like, yeah, to me that one is more clear cut, and maybe will maybe maybe people will listen to this and think I'm biased because like I feel differently about this, and obviously I don't know this person mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, but uh, to me, it's like that's a simpler. Like, it's something that you probably... Like, I presume that the judges reminded them about the rules of deck construction, like, before this happened and stuff like that. Yeah. So, like, it sucks, but, you know... Yeah, yeah. And, and as we say, the, the guy who it happened to freely admitted right. that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was an idiot in that moment. Mm. Yeah. He, he, his judgment yeah. lapsed, and he was like, oh, I shouldn't have made that comment, yeah. obviously. I was yeah. told not to talk, and I talked. And, like, and one thing he didn't like as well and I think this is actually totally fair enough is that basically because it was the head judge that uh, noticed him doing this and basically acted as the initial person who was making the call yeah. he didn't have a, any opportunity to appeal to another judge Yeah. because when you appeal you're appealing to the head judge yeah exactly so he had no recourse essentially yeah. after the head judge yeah, yeah which I also think is weird there was a lot of discussion about this in the comments of that thread as well and it was like oh is the purpose of an appeal to get more eyes on the situation or is it to go to a higher authority? Yeah. And for magic judges, it is to go to a higher authority mm-hmm. to have a final say on the matter. Yeah. But I kind of feel like it should be to have more eyes on, on the... And like more perspective so, yeah. on, the, on the... But maybe not. Maybe like, not. I either feel like it should be like that or like the head judge should, should maybe not be able to make like floor calls like that because like... Mm. Because well, like, I feel like the head judge should still be able to make calls, but if it is the head judge that makes the call, you should be able to appeal to the other head judge. Do you right. know what I mean? Because yeah. usually there's two head judges yeah, at GP, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm not even sure, to be honest. It yeah. probably depends on the event and circumstances and stuff sure, like that. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Or maybe there should be a specific appeals judge. I think that sometimes happens, yeah. right? There's an appeals judge. The Supreme Judge. Yes. Yeah. Judge, yeah, yeah. Supreme Court, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, that was just another interesting kind yeah. of... Um, problem that yeah, came up definitely and I mean we're gonna like these we'll just continue to see this stuff and but I think it is good to talk about it and for there to be like a continuing discussion about kind of rulings and stuff like that because obviously like uh, the judge community does take this on board and like mm. yeah you know yeah like there are like rules do get changed like the combat shortcut thing yeah. that got changed yeah. this year you know was like mm-hmm. was a fairly major change that like was basically written in stone before that and yeah. you know if, if that hadn't happened at the Pro Tour and like a, an extended discussion hadn't happened about it yes. it never would have been changed so exactly. it, is, it is good to bring, yeah. bring these things yeah, up, into yeah, a lot yeah. Yeah. and nobody's saying that you know the judge or anybody else did anything wrong just that you know we can talk about this and, yeah. and see maybe maybe there's a better way or maybe there's not maybe we just need to leave it mm-hmm. um, yeah so that, that was that thing um, we will move on now to the uh, the product announcements so yes. one product is ending and that is Dual Decks so it, I believe it's elves versus inventors in the, is the final dual deck next. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be the next one. Yeah. So it it's started with elves. Year. Yeah. Started with elves and it's ending with elves. Yeah. It's well, cool. it started elves versus goblins, and yeah. then the final two are going to be. Well, what was the most recent one? Goblins, goblins versus and merfolk, merfolk yeah. and then the next one will be elves versus inventors. So elves and goblins will be making appearances in the final, in the first and the final two. Mm. Um, dual decks. That's nice. I kind of feel like inventors is a little bit of a weak. Yeah. Point, that's but, you know. Well, I suppose they obviously got a bit of a shot in the arm with Kaladesh, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's probably going to be a lot of Kaladesh the cards in there. Yeah. So and yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, are many of them actually? Well, is Inventors? Hang on. No, Inventor is not a creature it's type. Not a creature it's type. A, no. okay. Artificer. Yeah. yeah. Or artificer. So this is so this is like a new creature type then. No, 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 no. It's more of a themed thing, as like, yeah, you know, yeah. like speed versus cunning. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. but to, but to me, that's weird that it's like elves, which is a creature yeah. type, versus something that's not a creature yeah. type. You know, but they, but, you know, but elves might also include non-elf creatures that just work with elves. True. Like yeah, yeah. the creator of Behemoth could be in it. I don't know. Quirion Ranger or not Quirion? Uh, no, Wirewood Symbiote. That's the yeah. Wirewood Symbiote isn't yeah, an yeah. elf. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that that's probably that's almost definitely in the deck, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? It's a pretty <laughs> weird old card. I don't want to reprint yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they yeah. had it in one of the Masters. They had it in Eternal Masters, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But just as an intro card. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, dual decks aren't really meant as an intro. They're just like, here are two decks. Here's an avenue for reprints. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, you yeah, can, yeah. That have a theme that maybe... I don't think they're designed for beginners. They're more for like intermediate players who are like, I want these decks that you can... You don't have to do too much of them. Just play them against each other. 
I kind of think they are like good. I think they're kind of the best beginner product, honestly. Really? I think. Yeah. Well, I, I, okay. I, while I agree with you that they are good beginner products because mm. you can just literally give them to people and go. Well, first of all, a person can buy them and then just give one of the decks to their friend and go, yeah. hey, let's play together. Yeah. And yeah. they don't need to do anything. Yeah. All they need to do is read their cards and play them. Mm -hmm. But I think Wizards doesn't see it that way because they print cards in them that are not standard legal. Which That's very true. I don't yeah. think they want to on-ramp beginners into non-standard cards. That's actually a good yeah. point. Yeah, I didn't think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, was like, I, I, I think... I find that actual, the actual um, article starter decks or the welcome decks. Yeah. I saw... Kind of just from You're talking about the free ones. The free ones, yeah. So yeah. they're they're like great for for new players. So first of all, they're free, and it's like the cards are really simple and straightforward. Yeah. Um, and it's like definitely um, some Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So, but then uh, the but just yeah, the event the, the dual decks definitely work well as like a next step. It's like alright, you know, I played the game. True. And it's like and it's like it's like a meta game can have like in a in a in a for, in a in a vacuum that mm -hmm. these two decks are well, they're supposed to be balanced against each other, and you can just you know play them out and mm -hmm. and do they do have cool interactions. So I think um I definitely although I will be sad to see the dual decks dual decks go. I am excited for this new avenue. Yes, so the new products which was announced are Challenger decks, which are going to be priced at $30 MSRP in the United States, so I don't know what that means in <laughs> Europe, to be honest. It's probably the same, 30 euro. It's probably the same, yeah. yeah. Or maybe even more. Yeah. Um, but they're they're going to be full of standard cards. They're going to complete, be completely standard legal. All reprints, no new standard cards. No new standard yeah, cards, yeah. yeah. So they're all reprints from stand, standard legal sets at the time that they're mm -hmm. printed. Yeah. And they're intended to be <coughs> tier-focused deck. Like, they're intended to be for competitively-minded players. Mm. Upgradable into full-tier decks, basically. Yeah. So they're going to be... I believe they're being designed by the play designers. Okay. And they're going to be based... They, they even mentioned that they're going to be based on, like, Pro Tour winning decks. Mm. And that they will contain a, a rares and at least two Mythics. Pretty okay. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very. I mean, it's something that if they do pull off well, it's going to be huge for just the, the barrier entry for like a new yeah. player picking up the game, like by the second play. Yeah, like to be able it's, to come to F and M and just pick up this product and go, okay, I can literally sit, I can pick it up here, pay for it, and sit down and play. Yeah, yeah. right beside you know where I bought it or whatever. Um, there is no current currently no product that does that. The the last type of product that that was that were um, event decks, mm -hmm. and event decks were phased out. I think the last one was the Zendikar event deck. Mm had like um, Stoneforge Mystic yeah no not that one. <laughs> oh, was it Battle for Zendikar Battle for Zendikar oh, yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like that one was sweet though that <laughs> did that have Stoneforge Mystic yeah do you not know this story no when they, when they banned Stoneforge oh, Mystic oh this is right yeah yeah yeah. Oh, yeah yeah when they banned Stoneforge Mystic in standard people complained because they had bought the event deck which yeah. was supposed to be standard legal yeah. so <laughs> the, the ruling was that you were allowed to play the event deck you were allowed to play Stoneforge Mystic but only if you made no changes to the event deck yeah so only if you registered that exact 75 yeah. or whatever that so is you, great. Were, you were fetching up you know a trusty machete or whatever <laughs> <laughs> sick that's great yeah. yeah, but so now, as you said, there's no other, there's no um, kind of product like this. But the Planeswalker decks, you can just pick up and play. That's true. That's true. So but they're they're horrifically underpowered. That's true. Like, yeah, like, you, they're purposely underpowered. Like. Yeah, they're 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 the beginner product. You know, yeah. they're they're the ones that are designed for new players to pick up and mm. and start looking at the, the the cards are very simplistic. They're not very powerful. The Planeswalkers are intentionally designed differently to not be that powerful. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's a great product for a beginner, but it's just not that good if you want to actually sit down and try to win a couple of games of Magic at your local store. Yeah. Whereas these decks are more pushed in that direction. Hmm. Basically, I assume they're just going to look like slightly powered down tier one decks. Like, I was thinking about, like, Approach to the Second Sun, like a blue-white Approach deck. Yeah. Like, you could, you could pretty much, like, fit, like, a lot of that deck into $30 already, yeah. like, yeah. without pushing too hard, you know, yeah, it's basically definitely. just the mana base, right? The, like, yeah, the base, yeah, that's, I imagine that's probably going to be what happens, like, these decks just won't have good mana bases, they'll just be, like, mostly basics, and then some... Some tap lands, yeah, or a the, couple the, of cycle yeah, lands, the, or... the uncommon tap lands, and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Anyway, I think there's some easy swaps, like, with, with, with them, the, which approach deck is, like, they just have, you know, like, cancel instead of disallow. Yeah. It's like, yeah. You know, most of the times we do the same thing, and yeah. it's a lot cheaper. Yeah. It's... And that's probably a card they want to keep cheap in standard as well. Disallow. Yeah. Disallow is ridiculously expensive. It's like mm. six euro or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's such an important card like, for a cancel yeah. variant. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. mad. Like because like void shatter never went above. Oh, void know. shatter was an uncommon. Oh, it was. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, that's yeah. totally different. But even still, still I mean, like it's yeah, not yeah, hugely different. Mm. Yeah, but what? uh, yeah, I don't know. That could like that could be great. Like they could easily put like a couple of fumigates in like an approach deck. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's yeah, like great. you're you're already getting there, kind of. So I'm not really sure what the impetus was for them for them cancelling event decks in the first place was it because they weren't really getting the meta right or what but that 
you know, at the time that they did that was in the real bad time of standard. That mm. time that they cancelled them, that last Battle for Zendikar one was like had it was like black green aristocrats, which never really became a deck. It was yeah. like a deck for like five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was um, also like one of the most expensive standards ever. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, an event deck yeah, going to get yeah. there. Yeah, the yeah. the mana the mana base you know of that event deck was extremely poor compared to the real mana bases in standard. It had one yeah. fetch in it. Yeah, had a single windswept teeth or something like that. Or maybe maybe I'm thinking of a different thing. Might have been thinking of the clash pack. Clash, which clash packs were also discontinued mm. but um, anyway yeah so I, I don't know I think this is a good idea I think this product was missing after they cancelled both the event deck and the clash pack yeah um, remains to be seen if it will be in a form that is acceptable for people it would also be nice if they can be relatively accurate with their predictions because mm. like if, if, if you can imagine right now if the scarab god or chandra torture defiance were in one of these if these existed now mm-hmm. you know obviously those cards wouldn't be quite as expensive as they are now they'd still be expensive yeah, yeah. but not super expensive mm. the price would probably go from like 20 to 30 for Scarab God or something yeah something like from, that. from the other way yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 because obviously the individual cards are never you know if you have enough supply of the mm-hmm. of the of the decks then the individual cards are never going to cost more than the decks because you just open them yeah. to yeah. get the card in yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm optimistic about this. Yeah, so am I. Yeah. What type of decks do you guys think we're going to see? Energy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when when is it? The, the first one is due to come out next year, right? It's like when... Is it four decks I thought they were bringing out, no? Or is it just one? Let me, let me just double check the announcement. Yeah. yeah. So I think when I, when I first saw the title, I assumed these are just going to be the, like... You know, like the, the, the decks or indeed wants you to make like mm. the Anaya dinosaurs or black and white vampires, but mm. it seems like the fact that if you're gonna if they're gonna base it on actual results from pro tournaments or from from yeah, from big tournaments, so uh, we could see some actually energy, energy, yeah, exactly. four color energy, mono red. Yeah, I think there probably will be a mono red deck. Yeah, that seems like mono red energy, uh, like a control deck, like approach or cycling, mm. and I don't know a lot of fourth deck would be. Yeah, I think yeah, that makes sense. Or, something yeah, like combo, yeah. yeah. I think it makes sense just to have the major archetypes like yeah. Robin Rage Control and. Yeah, so if I can just read a bit of the. Uh, they literally use the same word that I used earlier. Challenger decks are your on ramp to standard. Glass. <laughs> These four, yeah, it is four. So four individual 75 card decks, so plus sideboards. Sideboards! They're geared towards standard play for the Friday Night Magic player and forge out of some of the most powerful strategies in standard. Each deck comes with a complete 60 card main deck and a 15 card sideboard and is intended to be playable and competitive at a local level right out of the box. All cards will have been previously printed in standard and are standard legal, and they, each uh, Chandra deck will also contain the following. A box capable of holding 75 sleeved cards, spin-down life counter, and a quick reference guide. And they'll be available from April 6th, 2018, and MSRP $29.99. Blah, 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 that's it. That's, a, that's around the time of the release of Dominaria, is mm. yes. April-ish. And it also says... Uh, this is a note from Gavin Verhey, which says, Our play design team full of seasoned pros built these decks by looking at popular and successful Pro Tour and Grand Prix standard decks, and we didn't pull many punches. These decks are intended to be very strong and feature many rares, as well as at least two Mythic Rares. Nice. That'd be cool, yeah. Jesus. Now, does he mean at least two Mythic Rares between the four? No, no I think or each. each deck, yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah, all right, all right. Maybe two types. It's, it's nice that they have. it can hold 75 sleeved cards. Because usually the, the deck boxes that you get with products like these, they either hold 75 unsleeved cards yeah. or 60 cards mm. sleeved or 60 cards unsleeved. Mm. But it's nice that they realize people need <laughs> sleeves, especially yeah, for yeah, expensive yeah. cards. But they don't have sleeves with these to uh, buy them separately. No, yeah. Wizards are finally recognizing the secondary market. Yes. <laughs> Acknowledged. Yeah. Confirmed. It's important. Yeah. Um, so yeah, cautiously optimistic about this product. Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. be good. Yeah. Um, and hopefully... They won't be so packed with value that people will just buy them just to get the cards out. I mean, if they do, isn't that fine as well? Like, it's, it's not fine if the print run isn't unlimited. But I mean, yet. they're made from standard legal cards, right. so I, I assume they're just using the print run of the normal cards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I assume these won't be especially printed. I think it's going to be not. fine. Like, I mean, the thing is, even if they do get sold out and everyone opens the cards, that still just drives the prices of everything down. Yeah. And then yeah. it's but still it easier mean... for new players to get into sure, it. Yeah. Not as easy. Because, like, one of the main things is, like, when you first show up at an LGS and you don't know anybody and you don't know about Magic Card Market or mm-hmm. TCG mm-hmm. Player or whatever, you don't really know even how to go about building a deck. You know, you can yeah. you can ask what what singles they have in the shop folder or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
but that's about it. So like that but is like, one of the big parts of this. Yeah, they, they won't have the rares that you're looking for. Or if they do, they'll be really expensive. They probably won't even have key uncommons in the shop. Exactly. And you yeah. can go around asking people for like weeks, you know, hey, do you have this like uncommon from a year and a half ago? Yeah, and like, people will be like, uh, no, no, sorry. <laughs> you know? So that is the most awkward bit, I think, mm, for the players. Yeah. yeah, right. I do. Yeah. They're in my deck. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to beat you with them. <laughs> yeah. 17, 14. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so... That's that product. Class. Um, so we move on to our, or not our preview card. That'd mm. be great. Someday. <laughs> One day, yes. Um, the the preview card, I think it was Aaron Forsyth posted this on Twitter. Yeah. It is Vona's Hunger. So not only is this like a card being previewed, but it's also an explanation of the mechanic and an explanation of where the, the city's blessing token fits mm, yeah. in with things. We, we, we didn't get a chance to talk about that, obviously. Yeah. Recent yeah. events on the podcast, but... We, there, there is this city's blessing token and it just had flavor text on it and nothing else so it didn't really indicate what it was for um, so this is Vona's Hunger it's two and a black for an instant it's a rare it says ascend if you control ten or more permanents you get city's blessing for the rest of the game so you just put it into play to, or yeah. you, you indicate that you have it with the token it'll it probably says, be like something in the command zone in the rules yeah, I imagine some, or something, something yeah, like, that, yeah. like the monarch token or whatever yeah it's um, like having an emblem right yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really each opponent sacrifices a creature. If you have the city's blessing, instead each opponent sacrifices half the creatures he or she controls. Round it up. Does that mean they have to rip their cards up? <laughs> no, it's rounded up. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so if they have one creature in play, it's still the same effect. No, but I mean, like, they have to sacrifice half of the creatures. Oh, they have to yeah, have, yeah, have literally put the top. Yeah, yeah. yeah the top each creature. Can yeah. I keep the text box or can I keep the picture? I keep the text box uh, 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 personally. Yeah, yeah that like has the power toughness. Because yeah. if you throw that part away, then the creature gets put into the graveyard as a state yeah, base effect because yeah. it has zero power <laughs> toughness. Um, yeah, so this this card could be okay. Uh, like, obviously, we don't know how good the city's blessing mechanic is because we've seen exactly one card with it. So we yeah. would have to see the other cards that interact with is it. Is it a good payoff? Is it, is, it, is it worth it to be trying to get the city's blessing? Uh, how easy is it going to be to get Ascend online? 10 permanents? It's not non-land permanents though, you know, so no, you can't like, land. So. Yeah, treasure tokens yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So not too hard, but not too easy. That's... Yeah, I'm not too like so. The, obviously, the first deck you think of is like what deck has lots of permanents at the moment in standard, and it's like the tokens deck, right? Yeah. Uh, this card doesn't really seem that attractive for me to put in that deck. No, already because if you're running like a creature tokens based strategy, you're like, do I care about them sacrificing half their creatures that can't get through my tokens anyway? Not really. They're probably just gonna yeah. keep their glory bringer or whatever that is getting through your tokens. Like, yeah. it doesn't, doesn't seem to do much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in those matchups, it usually is one creature that wins that beats yeah. you, you know, in the year, and yeah, let's keep it. And then, like, yeah, ground creatures you just don't care about. Like, obviously, the biggest, the, you know, the, the main creature that this could target, target, in mm. standard, is uh, Bristling Hydra. Mm, Bristling yeah. Hydra is the biggest kind of problem card. Yeah. But for the token decks, they just chump Bristling Hydra forever. Yeah. yeah. It's literally... Probably slide. Slide it like, Yeah. Um, I know, yeah, and I think so, even just the front half of it being a... It's, it's an instant speed tree mana um, eating effect. Yeah, which we saw with Tree of Slaughter, which Tree of Slaughter did see play in the, pre- the last standard. Yeah, I mean that was like that, 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 there was Ulamogs, Nemercos, and stuff in that. And also, Tree of the Slaughter sa- made them sacrifice Planeswalkers as well. Yeah, yeah, that was, was, was probably yeah. one of the best. No, no. Oh yeah, so it was it was one or the other. Yeah, when it was Delirium, it was both. Both. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just a creature, right? Oh no, sorry, it was no. or. And then it was and if you had delivery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So I think I think comparing it straight to that, it's like well, obviously that, that is a lot better. Yeah. Um, and it's like you gotta so to get the front half of this, you gotta jump through some hoops. It's almost mm-hmm. like a more so than, than delirium. It's like a deck deck construction um, uh, limitation. Like it, it's yeah. You, you have to you're not, you're not just gonna have it in any random deck. Yeah. Sure. And like to the slaughter wasn't a reason that you had delirium themes in your deck. And like even when you had the delirium deck. To the slaughter still felt like a very awkward card to play most of the time. Yeah, yeah. like that's you're not you're not playing it for the delirium payoff. No, you know, you're playing it just because you need the, the front effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So even if you're a delirium, so yeah, if that's good enough, and if there are other reasons that you want to uh, get City's blessing, this mm-hmm. could definitely be a yeah. card. I don't know. I think it's main yeah. thing. Yeah, I, I well, think that's else? yeah, that is the main thing that it depends upon because to be honest, like World of Virtue also just blanks this card really hard. Yeah. Kind of does, yeah. Well, not obviously not with the city's blessing, but even yeah, then, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to sack more things the more 
tokens. The more tokens you have, yeah, but you, but you could potentially just sack all tokens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, you have three creatures, make three tokens, sack the three tokens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's... And so it's kind of interesting to see, so I wonder if this, if this will be the effect we see in every colour, because it won't be an effect that will go into every deck. I think that it will be an effect that we see in every colour, because it kind of seems like, like flavour-wise... It seems like this is this faction taking control of the city. Oh mm. sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. to me, it does seem like a, a, a mm. thing that'll be in every color. Yeah. And it's like so because all, all the factions are seeking the city. Yeah. In the so, story, yeah. So. And so and so and this this is a card that represents the vampire faction, faction. I which, suppose which yeah. is, is is which is our our token strategy. Yeah. So then it's like well, it's not going to go very well in the in when the dinosaurs take over. Uh huh. Like that same if if because because I think the way it's phrased, that ascend it will be. The same, like the the effect of the the, the way you get ascend, the way the way you get to this blessing, blessing will be the same on every card that has it. Yeah, it just has the, yeah. the keyword ascend. Yeah, yeah, which means which means, you, which means yeah. you get this yeah. blessing if yeah. you have ten or more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like a red version of this. And thing. so I, I assume that both players can work towards ascend at the same time, like. Yeah, both players can have cities. Yeah, have cities oh, no. Unless, the I mean, obviously this is a rules thing that we can't answer because yes. the rules haven't been written for yeah, it yet. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, there might be a rule that says only one player can have City's Blessing or Possibly, something. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, flavor-wise, that seems like a win. But I don't know, flavor isn't the best reason to write rules. <laughs> no, so, not really. Yeah. No. As we no. can see from legendary creatures. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of the worst, best things for flavor, worst things in terms of it's actual so strength in the game. True. Well, like, they do use it for balancing. Yeah, but but and like, they have used it in interesting ways before, like grandeur. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, sure, but like it's still That's stupid. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is <laughs> very silly. Yes, you're like oh, I have this cool legendary creature, which is just strictly a downside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, that's ascend and Vona's hunger, and she looks pretty, pretty powerful in the art. There it looks like she's got this kind of golden glow about her. Yeah, she got yeah. eaten by dinosaurs. Or something. I don't think she did. Or she got attacked by dinosaurs. She got attacked by dinosaurs. Definitely. Is, is Vona going to be a planeswalker now? Then I don't know. That seems like maybe a hint. Uh, that's too many planeswalkers, right? So we usually get two in the second set. Yeah, and it's going to be Angrath and maybe actually we don't know. Maybe Vona. Could be Vona. Yeah, could be. Yeah, black white planeswalker. She's black white. She is black white. That's true. Your real top card of your deck. And then two damage equals its vert mana cost and draw it. <laughs> you make some one one vampires. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you're just it's, it's just Urza. You're just like having random abilities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine as well. Restart the game. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that's bonus hunger. Um, we'll move on from that, and we'll go to our turn report. I think is the next yes. thing we want to talk about, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we went from Vona, Butcher of the Magan, to Alan, Butcher of Navin. <laughs> That's <laughs> so <laughs> terrible. It'd be, it'd be better if I won. I didn't win the PPTQ. Uh, okay. But I did play Vampires. So, um, yeah, so uh, I see the PPTQ in uh, Reroll Games. Uh, I drove down, and um, this is a, uh, two weeks ago now. So, my, so yeah, it was, it was seals. So we got our seal pool. When I opened the seal pool, it was. I had so I had um so basically one thing that stood out I had a hostage taker which it, this is very good. It's it's important to point out that Sorry. this is our farewell to Ixlan. Yes, yes, because mm. we're probably not going to talk about Ixlan yeah, I, I had a lot of Ixlan. We all we all had a lot of yeah, Ixlan yeah, because it's been a long season and all that. It has. Um, so yeah, so my my people had you had so I had um yeah so I, I so I had lightning strike and I had um hostage uh, taker so I was like you can also kind of some kind of. So some kind of Grixis combination of colors or something like yeah. that. Then I was kind of going through. I was putting out a couple of bills. Then I actually had like a, a very mediocre black white vampires deck in my pool. Okay. Which I just and then I just splashed blue for Hush Taker. So yeah, I that sounds good to me. Black white vampires <laughs> splashed Hush Taker and the deck was spelled absurd. Yes. There's so many games where he's falling far, falling behind. Uh, and I think it's, I splashed Hush Taker off like one island and it's like the and there's some just random treasure cards and stuff. Yeah. Um, like the removal spell and, and stuff. So like right. a lot of times it'd be we go into a big game we're about to we're, we're kind of come to parity I cast contract killing on one thing yeah and then next turn I hush taker and then cast her a thing and it's yeah. like GG yeah well it's kind of good to be casting hostage taker late because that means you can immediately yeah exactly cast the spell and if you do that it's like I don't know a 4 for 1 or something like that it's, cause it's it, it, you're, you're getting a lot, a lot of cards off yes, them and it's you're extremely good it's just you're, you're fine you're fine yeah. so uh, yeah it was <laughs> it's felt like fairly 
a very easy, uh, very easy tournament and determined that there was four rounds and sixteen players. And um, so I just, I, I just went two zero and I lead in the top eight. Okay, and I was top seeded. Uh, so that was wow. that was pretty great. Um, Wait, so, what? You went two zero and I did two zero two. Yeah. Oh my god. And I, I was I was top of the Swiss. That's insane. Yeah, nice. it was great. Such a shaker. Top so, of the yeah. Swiss at two zero. That's so ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah yeah. Um, Owen's greatest achievement. That's yeah, it. Yeah. That's right. Um, I could, felt like I just played so little magic that day. Um, <laughs> so yes, yeah, so then we drafted. I, I then I, I, I drafted. Uh, so some I described before. So many drafts I've done in Xland that has been absolute train wrecks. That mm-hmm. you're in a color. You're like, all right, I have this avenue, and because it's such a because um, all the decks are so linear, it's like and once once you find your your avenue, once you find your your, your avenue, you gotta stay there. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, and so many times I found that avenue, and then I just completely got cut off. Yeah. Or it's like you get a really strong signal and that green's open you go alright in green this is fine and then you see no green cards for the rest of that pack oh, no. uh, so that happened a lot but then so that, that's been happening to me a lot and I was dreading that happening um, you know, in the BPTQ but then the draft turned out to actually be fine I, was, I okay. ended up drafting a really sweet um, uh, uh, Merfolk deck okay. uh, blue green a blue, yeah. uh, blue green Merfolk deck I had a lot of um, river sneaks I had um, I well, what, wait, hold on what, what's a lot of river sneaks like what does that three. mean what that is a lot. That is a lot. I know it's great. So many rivers. Oh, it was so good. Uh, hey, so, did you? What? Did, oh my god. What? <laughs> Tell me more. How many blind shaper mystics did you have? I, had, I had one blind shaper mystic, and I had a great. I had a, the one drop that becomes the jungle delver. Yeah. No. 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 Not that one. Yeah, the, the, the good one. Yeah. 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 Jungle delver. Yeah. Fine. So actually, yeah. so I think one mistake I made. I opened. I opened the rest of Ralph and I passed it. Because it, no, was, yeah. it, was, it was, yeah. It was. It was back to you, and I was like, it's like it, oh, it, it can't really. It can't really. Um, Why you ruined green? Yeah, it was red though. I yeah, like you splashed that all the way. Are you insane? Splash it with a mountain. Yeah. Yes. So that's, all, that's all you have. Like, yeah, yeah. you'd splash that off one right. mountain. Okay. It ends the game immediately. That's true. I'd play two mountains probably. <laughs> but like, I'd probably yeah. play a mountains and a, a unknown shores. Yeah, unknown shores. Yeah, 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 I don't, I don't yeah. find shape mystic over that. I might even play a pirate's prize in my deck just to play what? that. What? Okay. Maybe. Yeah. But my last round, I for Mystic is really good. Though I'd rather yeah. have the other thing. What's the? It's the the bounce spell that makes the treasure. Definitely no, yeah, that, that, yeah. That'd be, that would be that would be really good because that, that be also fine. curves into it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Um. So we, I did think about it for a long time, but uh, okay. I, 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 I passed it. I mean, it is a okay. time draft as well, right? So like, yeah, yeah. You're under a little bit of pressure, but it's your first pick. Oh man, I would have slammed that right oh, exactly. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was tough, but, uh, but I, I was still very happy with my deck. And it's literally the same as Splashing Hostage Shaker in the. No, because I, 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 I had treasure, treasure cards that I was drafting anyway. I mean, I know there's a Ben spell. But, like, but, uh, it's like, so, like, splashing a bomb is like, in most formats, like, you don't get stuff like treasure tokens to splash your bomb. Right? Yeah. And you, yeah. you still do it. You anyway. still yeah. splash your bomb, like, in yeah, most formats, yeah, you're right, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. And then, yeah. It's r- the cards are like outrageous, yeah. like it's so good. Anyway, we'll we'll stop telling you how to start. Continue. Yeah, continue. Yeah, yeah. I, I after the game, I realized that it was mistake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I sat and I was like, I learned for it from my next Ixlan draft. Oh wait, no, I'm not going to do it again. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we might, we might, yeah. never know. Yeah. So uh, in yeah, so I actually kind of like Ixlan draft. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I was very happy to see that you know, both player app when we were going to feel doing our mm-hmm. next switch and both players either side of me are on different colors than I was. It's good. Uh, around one opponent or and. Well, the quarterfinal opponent was Jair. He was also on um, Merfolk, which is also a sign that the draft went according to plan for both of us. Was it cross-pairing? Uh, or did you just... Was he oh, it was, it was cross-pairing, yeah. It was cross-pairing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think it's supposed to be cross-pairing. I think it was... Uh, I think sure, yeah. yeah, surely it's supposed to be like... Random seed. Yeah. Oh, by know. seed. Oh, right. Well, yeah, maybe that's what I see. Yeah. I don't know. It was anyway. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think we, 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 when, when we were playing together, we were surprised that we were playing together. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I, think, I think we both thought, we both thought it was going to be by seed. Okay. Um, but yeah, that is was, strange. Was when we were sort of, oh, yeah. it was but uh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, so then basically, I basically I lost. Uh, I I missed a lot of river snake triggers. Okay. And oh no! <laughs> the reason why because even though I, I played the card before, I knew where, it was there. Sorry, is that a thing where you have to announce it when it happens, or is it only relevant once combat? Like prowess. Yes. Well, it's unblockable, right? Well, no, it's unblockable right. anyway, all the time. Oh, sorry. I guess yeah. plus one plus one when a Murfo counters about. Yeah, no, you only have to announce that when it's relevant. Okay. Yeah, when yeah. when damage happens, yeah. basically. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I I didn't need those things. I just okay. said kick it for two because the way it was because I don't, so sometimes I I felt like whenever I played it, it always just felt really really good even without that text. So that's that's <laughs> why I, I that's always it, it felt so easy for me to for me to miss triggers like play fine shape mystic play that and fine fine shape mystic put a counter on it and like boom in for two yeah and yeah, it, yeah. it feels good to go past and it's also obviously getting <laughs> the extra plus one plus one would have been huge yes and uh, I, I for three out of I know yeah that's, that's a lot that's <laughs> so much better it's, that's, that's like long to scope yeah um but like it was 
Yeah, it's between that and, and uh, very, uh, both of us some triggers back and forth. But uh, okay. uh, Jared, Jared ended up taking it. He went to the final uh, and then nice. lost in the final. But uh, yeah, it was it was I was happy to I was, I was happy to top eight uh, uh, a single PPG seal a limited PPG because I always felt that lim- limited was uh, like, like one of my weaknesses. Um, I'm, okay. I'm always far more comfortable and constructed. Yeah, mm. um, yeah. So kind of do, do so. Doing well in limited, uh, limited PTQ felt like it was yeah, yeah. giving up 2-0. <laughs> 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 uh, but still, I, I, I got there. And, uh, yeah. Nice. But yeah, the good time. Yeah, we, we, got, yeah, we, got, we got pizza in Real Games. Real Games is always a great place for PTQs. Yeah, man, I have to go there. Go there. Yeah. It's a really cool shop. Next I really like the PTQ that's there. I have to. It's down the road. Like. Yeah. yeah. Um, would you like to comment on, uh, on, on Jer's... Um, Turn 2 play? No, his behaviour during the... You mean during the drafts? No, oh, on turn two he played Charter Horse and then paused for a very long time before discarding the card. One card, just the one. Uh, I heard that he uh, got a warning during the draft portion because he opened the Charter Course and then couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I missed time. Uh, okay. Well, fair play to Jerry. He, he he means no harm. Yeah, yeah. He, I, just, I, uh, he loves the drama. Yeah, mm. I was. I was I was being just too busy uh, not picking Reg Ralph at Yeah, you're thinking that. Yeah, that's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, nice. So, yeah, so, wait, he knocked you out then that round? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. no, yeah that was quarterfinals, yeah. And was it 2-1, or did you take a game off? I, mean, I, I took the first game off. took the first yeah. game off, okay. Yeah, just getting in, getting in there for two, but my shape for my stick was, <laughs> was fine. <laughs> River stick. River stick, Jesus yes. Christ, yeah. God, I didn't know the card. Um, <laughs> Actually, on this note, I do want to talk about the because uh, I don't think I got a chance to talk about this on the podcast. The team draft that I did. No, yeah, yeah. Did against sure. So it was on the last day of the World Magic Cup. I think we did uh, talk about. This. Did we talk about this? We, we just mentioned that. Yeah. In one book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We team drafted, and I've never team drafted before, mm-hmm. and it was great. Yeah. So it was a six-person draft, but if you've never done a team draft before, the idea is like you sit alternating teams so on either side of each person is going to be two people not from your team yeah Yeah. so it was three versus three and the objective of team draft is obviously to draft a good deck yourself but also to train wreck the other people around you as much as possible yeah (laughs) so you have to like take away any bombs that you see you can't let anybody else have bombs yeah and you have to try to send them into a color and then try and screw them later now, I didn't go too deep like that. I didn't try to do that. It was my first team draft, so I just took the bombs. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't allow this to go past me. Yeah. So, you know, taking it. But I got past bombs. It was crazy. And, uh, yeah, I had a, a really good blue-green Merfolk deck, mm-hmm. uh, I believe. McCain. You actually... Sorry, do you think you, you play Retro Alpha in yours? Yeah, I played Retro Alpha in my blue-green. Yeah, I, I opened it. It was the exact same situation. I opened it in pack two, and I took it. I was like, no, nobody else is having this, and I'm yeah. playing it. I mean, obviously, the hate drafting aspect is much more important than team draft. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it also won me games. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and <coughs> what else happened? Uh, I believe Dave had a blue-black Pirates deck, mm. and I believe McKaylee had a red-green Dinos deck, and we crushed the North. Yes. Yeah. 6-0. So the, 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 the idea is you play against the other team, uh, so there's it's it's three people on each team, so three by three, it's best of nine. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh, so wow. we crushed them six zero. That is not that close. An absolute crushing. <laughs> um, pretty amazing. Nice. Uh, team draft is really fun. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta do it. We gotta yeah. we gotta play one and then do an episode about yeah, it. Yeah, like team yeah. sealed is also fun, but team draft yeah. is is really fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we should definitely look into it and, and try to do one and, and talk about it on an episode. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um. So that's our turn report. Thank you, Alan. Thank you. And now we will do our deck of the week. Deck of the week. Yeah. We need a, a jingle for a deck of the week. D O T W. Yeah. Oh, that sounds. D two. Oh. No, that's I just realised something. What? Doesn't matter. I'll talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can't do that. <laughs> I'll tease it. No. Uh, okay. It's nothing. It's I'm I'm a teacher, and every day in my class I do word of the day, and I write W O T D at the top. Mm-hmm. And deck of the week is like the opposite of that. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I see why you didn't want to say it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not great. Right? <laughs> Mild, mildly easy, but you know, just to satisfy people's curiosity. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, this week we're talking about that most beloved of modern decks, Grixis Death Shadow. Yeah. 
No, we've, <laughs> so, t- we've talked about it before. Everyone knows about it. Yeah. But basically, it had been kind of like laying back a little bit recently uh, yeah. in modern. Like people mm-hmm. were still playing it and occasionally putting up results. Like it was yeah. just kind of a solid deck, but it didn't seem to be kind of the monster that was it was previously thought. Yeah, I think it was at Grand Prix Oklahoma City or something was it, or Grand Prix New Jersey or something like that. I think New Jersey was limited. So is that one of the Grand Prix uh, last weekend? Modern. Yeah. Or the, the weekend before last. And like there were there were like no Grixis Shadow decks in the top thirty two, right? And it was it was like the return of Big Mana. There was like Tron and yeah, Escape yeah. Shift and Titan Shift all over the place. And people were like, What's going on here? Yeah, everyone was trying to beat Lantern Control was maybe part of it because that <laughs> yeah, was Yeah, there was like so much buzz that Lantern crazy. Control is gonna get something banned. Yeah. Which, what? Uh, which I think is partially like the miracles reasoning that it's like it takes a long time and is unfun to play against or whatever. Yeah, I, I love playing against Lantern, but it's... I like playing against Lantern yeah. as well, but like I'm smart enough to concede when I know that's, I'm not going to win the game. Yeah, that's, yeah. Kind of, that's, that's kind of... And it feels like you're playing a different game because it's like all these different uh, things come into it. Like, you yeah, yeah. concede and... and it's just like, oh, you've assembled the lock. I'm not dead, but yeah. I'm dead. Yeah, basically like you need... If they just have one, like say one mill piece... Like, and they have the lockout, you're like, okay, I'll play on. If I play mm. a fetch land, then I actually have a decent chance yeah. of, like, getting out of the lock. If they play, like, two to three, like, mill cards, yeah. there's no way you're ever yeah. getting out of it. Like, you have to yeah. top deck, like, like seven cards in a row or something yeah. of relevant cards, which is yeah. just, like, impossible. Because basically, yeah. like, the end of your uh, of your turn, they can mill you three times if they have three lock pieces. If they see three relevant cards, yeah. then they untap. They can mill you three more times before you draw a step. Yeah. So like, yeah. and as soon as they see a, an irrelevant card, they'll just leave it on top. Yeah. yeah. So your chances are like so infinitesimally small to actually like draw a relevant card. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just concede because that's why people lose to Lantern Control so much. They spent forty minutes playing game one. Yeah. And they lost twenty five mm. minutes ago. You mm-hmm. know, and then they they lose one over or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Anyway, Lantern Control not that big a deal. I don't think. I think it's a good deck yeah. for sure. Like, Definitely. Fine. Yeah. Like it's got Ensnaring Bridge in it. The card is absolutely busted, mm-hmm. and it's got Blood Moon in it a lot yeah, of the time yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Another busted card. And it's got Thoughtseize in it. You know, <laughs> and, it's, and it's got Mox Opal in it. It's got like a lot of like pretty Real busted, busted cards. cards yeah. 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 But well, I mean, Thoughtseize is a fair card, but it's probably one of the best fair cards of all time yeah that's, yeah, yeah. that's, that's a good way to put it but anyway uh, so people were trying to beat that uh, I think was like part of the story coming into that tournament and then yeah these big mana decks started to show up and do well and I guess that was like a lot of people's kind of signal to like start playing Death Shadow again yeah and also I think another aspect of this so basically there were three Grixis Death Shadow decks in the top eight or three Death Shadow decks in the, decks in the top eight of, uh, of this modern PTQ online yeah uh, there were no Tron decks in the top 32, which is mental, because mm. Tron has just been consistently for, like, the, what, the last nine months, the last yeah. year, been doing very, very well in Modern. Yeah. Um, it does, I guess, uh, Al, you probably have a stronger opinion on this. People seem to think it, that Death Shadow, like, wrecks Tron. I don't, I, think, I, I, think, I don't think it's that bad. Yeah, I, I think it, it is very close. I mean, it feels like it's a fair matchup. Like, that's, yeah, that's I, think I, see it, like, I think it's a fair matchup. I think against, like, traditional Tron, it's probably, like... Like sixty forty for yeah, Death Shadow, yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, and then yeah, Eldrazi Tron feels closer to me. Yeah, you can give me interactive their features and stuff, and it's like yeah, yeah. because you can just do because I think this comes down to how good the Death Shadow player is, and that you know, they're bringing their life total down where you can like you're capable of doing five in there or or more than or like with Walking Blitz, you can just do it all out of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you have Charles of the Void, which yeah, is a big deal. Yeah, Charles of the Void, actually, actually, actually a lot, like yeah. So, uh, but anyway, basically these big mana decks like didn't really show up at this tournament, uh, and Grixis Death Shadow played place three copies in the top eight which is like pretty crazy yeah, so yeah. the uh, first place deck was from Random Drooler which is a great online <laughs> like player it. name yeah, in the tradition of like insulting poker player online names yes. uh, the deck was pretty standard normal creature, creature package no opts this is like the big thing yeah. at the moment in Death Shadow whether you play opts or serum opt visions or, or opt. yeah or a mix of both so this deck just played four serum visions zero opts okay. which I don't really know which I like at the moment. I've tried both. I've been trying Opt recently, uh, as well as accidentally registering one deck for a league that had neither Serum Visions nor Opt in it by mistake. Uh, or no, sorry, it had both, but no Thoughts. No Thoughts, I accidentally yeah. took it. Oh, that's probably worse. Yeah, that was... Oh, I, went, I went 4-1, I think, with that, really? with that nice. deck, or 3-2 nice. or something. Maybe not something there. I was, like, sweating. Get rid of those Thoughts, yeah. I was sweating trying to get my play points back. From, from match one, oh, yeah. I was like, my goal is to get my... <laughs> get three, yeah, my, my entry. Yeah, my 120 points back or yeah. whatever but I managed to somehow god it felt bad though Tassiger is in your hand and you have no thoughts cowers in your oh, deck no <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad uh, but anyway so so this guy's just playing or girl is just or neither or whatever is just playing four Serum Visions Serum Visions is, is a much stronger card than Opt uh, yeah. to me that's kind of how I feel I about it I think it's much stronger 
I think it's so much stronger. It's, it's stronger. So, it's so much better, I think. As yeah. a turn one play, like in a deck where you only have 18 lands, yeah. like getting to set up your next two draw steps is so massive because yeah. like you keep these hands with Death Shadow where you have like a Death Shadow and a Thought Seize and one land and a cantrip mm-hmm. and then like a couple of removal spells, right? <clears throat> and like in that spot, like when you have to fetch a Watery Grave and then like your cantrip is either Opt or Serum Visions on turn one, yeah. like... Serum Visions is just like a hundred times better. Mm. Like, if you knew you were playing against an aggro deck and having Opt lets you hold up Fatal Push or Opt at the end of their turn, you're yeah. like, that's sweet. But that doesn't that doesn't help you draw yeah. your second land as much as Serum Visions yeah. does. And drawing your second land is like the critical part of this deck. That's true, yeah, because yeah. it plays so few lands. But, I don't know, like, I, I really like Opt in the deck just because it's like, Opt, you know, Serum Visions is Serum Visions. Mm-hmm. But Opt could be anything. Yeah. Even the Serum Visions. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, in a deck that has so much one-mana interaction, you have Fatal Push, you have uh, Stubborn Denial, some of these decks play Dismember, yeah, some of them play Lightning Bolt, yeah. but I'm talking about Literally specifically Instant Speed. Right, right, okay. Yeah. So, you know, Opt can be any of those, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You, you make your opponent feel um, pressured by mm-hmm. by having that up, so that it, it's like an invisible advantage. You know it is, I mean? it is, and that's definitely a thing. I'm not sure if this is like the deck where that matters <clears throat> the most. Mm. Like, even though that's true, what you just said, I just feel like Serum Vision smoothing out your draws is, like, so critical to this deck. I don't know. Mm. And, like, I have tried both. I still like Opt. Opt is better with Snapcaster Mage, obviously, because it's an instant. Like, yeah. once you have three mana up and you have mm. a Fatal Push and a Snapcaster, like a Fatal Push in the graveyard and a Snapcaster yeah. in hand, yeah. and an Opt in the graveyard, you're, like, way ahead, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it is pretty nice. But, like, this is a more traditional list. I, th- I think it's fine. And then there's not, like, so there's, like, the flex spots. This guy's playing two dismember instead of any terminates. We got no terminates, no bolts. So two dismember, one Coligon's command, two teamer battle rage, which is, like, pretty high yeah, on the teamer battle rages. Yeah. Uh, like, a lot of people don't play them or play, or play them in the side. I've been playing them in the side, generally. Or uh, maybe sometimes people have a little bit of a split, one on yeah. one or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the mana base is er, is pretty normal. It's totally normal, actually. And the sideboard is, is pretty standard as well. Uh, yeah, two Liliana, the Veils, and is kind of the only slightly, uh, like, flex spot thing in the sideboard, I guess, and no spell bombs, no Nile spell bomb. I've been playing Li- Liliana, the Veil, in the side as well. Uh, like, it's really good against control, and it's mm-hmm. pretty great yeah. against the other mid-range black-green decks. Mm-hmm. So I think that's pretty good. But yeah, it's a pretty normal list. I think, like, two, going up to two Dismember in the main is really interesting. Uh, because like it's obviously yeah, what's great that, what's that about like what could that be for um, it's like I mean it kills like everything right it kills Reality Smasher Embryor yeah 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 kills opposing Talon Embryor and Gurmite Anglers yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and it like it takes four life away from you yeah so like yeah. even if you're killing a Goblin Guide well it's, it's know, even it's even interesting that it's like people. it's modular life loss so it's it's you know it's yeah. two or four or none yeah, yeah. if yeah. you really yeah. want yeah um, so it is pretty good. I've been experimenting with it. I don't think I would go above one personally in the list. Yeah, I've been two playing. seems like a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. Like it's an dismember is an awkward card mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I mean, it doesn't get hit by chalice as well. If you're That's worried true, about yeah. playing against Eldrazi and like true, yeah. being able to kill their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably part of it, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's that's could be part of it. The mana cost. But, I don't know, it's a pretty standard list, but anyway... Fancy mount so stupid. Taxian Pro. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> that card was legal in modern not so long ago. Jeez, I know, yeah. so outrageous. Yeah. Uh, and this this list also plays four Snapcasters, a lot of the lists play three Snapcasters. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know, it's a pretty normal list, but like, I think the big thing to take away from this is like, Grixis Shadow is back... I yeah. think part of this is due to the fact that like a lot of pros are grinding modern in preparation for the pro tour. Yeah. Um, like I've seen uh, Gabriel Nassif has been playing it a lot on stream. Mm-hmm. He's been playing like like yesterday. He streamed like I was I was in work and he was streaming Greg's Dead Shadow and then I was going to bed and I turned on the stream again. He was still online streaming at like six <laughs> hours later or something like that. <laughs> wow. So uh, like LSV made Dedication. a video. Playing de- playing Grix's Shadow. Yeah. Uh, he said like yeah I think it's just the best deck in the format. And yeah. Pe- basically. He he kind of postulated that uh, like when pros aren't trying to break modern, the format just seems more fair than it is, mm-hmm. and it just seems like there isn't a top deck. Whereas when a pro tour is coming up and people start to really focus on it, then you'll start start to see like 
like really if the, if there is a deck that's clearly yeah. better than the rest okay and his initial thought was like it just has to be death shadow like the deck is just so good mm-hmm. uh i like yeah other pros have been playing other versions like i know um uh was it raptor I can't remember. Somebody put up a video of playing Esper Shadow, or an article about Esper Shadow, Esper Shadow on Channel Fireball. Uh, that was David O'Shaughnessy. Yeah, Webb, sorry. Yeah. Not Raptor. W nicknames confuse me. <laughs> but uh, I like that's definitely a choice as well. But I think we're going to see a lot more Death Shadow coming back. Yeah. Um, which I also think is probably going to keep Storm at bay for the next while because the Storm yeah. matchup is really good. Mm-hmm. So I would expect like the big decks going forward for the next few weeks in Modern to be like Death Shadow and like, good matchups against Death Shadow, which are... I don't know, like Lantern well, is pretty Rosatron good. Is pretty good. Yeah, like, it's pretty good. I think like if you're going for this dismember package, you maybe have a pretty good yeah. shot now in game true. one. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, I, like, I could see that. I could see dismembers being a, a hedge against uh, a yeah. Lantern. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Thawnaut's ears are such a problem. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's that's kind of the state of modern. I think at the moment. Yeah. 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 Um, what do you think is going to be the result coming out of this pro tour? Because obviously we know that they kind of. They made a, a soft commitment of no bans before the Pro Tour in order to shake up the meta or anything. But do you think that LSV's comment about that is a real foreshadowing of what the the modern pro or the modern meta meta game is going to be like? That it's really going to be just overflowing with Grixis decks, um, Grixis Shadow decks, and that something needs to get banned there because, like, I don't know. I don't think so. Like, I think I like, think. Even if Grixis Shadow is the best tech, I don't think it's going to be more than like 15% of the metagame at the mm-hmm. Pro Tour. Yeah. That's you kind know? of what we're seeing. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Or less than that even. We're seeing, mm-hmm. what, about 10% I think most of the time for yeah. Grixis Shadow? I mean, if maybe it's... Cl- slightly less. Like, if it's clearly the best tech, maybe it'll be t- maybe it'll be 20%. Yeah. You know? But, like, I even think that's unlikely. Maybe I'll have to eat my words on this one. But, like, even if it's the best tech, it's, like, it's not going to be the best tech like Eldrazi was the best tech. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Or, like... Or like oh, do you mean to do the... the I agree with Eldrazi. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So no, I think I think modern will be fine to be honest. Um, I don't know if like I think anything that needs a ban in modern that you could talk about is more less on power level and just more on like this is a stupid card that philosophically should not be in the format. Okay, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, yeah. You know, blood moon and snaring bridge, unfun things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not even unfun, just like against sort of like it's like how did those cards end up in eighth edition? Right. Okay. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, our prediction is. No ban after the Pro Tour. I'd say, yeah. I think that Shadow would be the best deck, but won't be good enough to need a ban. Okay. Yeah, I would agree. I think. And if they do ban something, it should be Street Red. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah street cards. Card. Yeah. yeah. But you don't want to hurt Living End. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Do you know? laughs> Living End is cool. I like yeah, I mean, like, because uh, Living End just got, like, a pretty big boost from, like, all the cycling cards. Yeah, yeah. all the cycling yeah, cards yeah, are printed. Like, like the the creatures that they have access to now are, are much better after their after they resolve at the end. You know they get mean? to play a curator of mysteries. It's a side yeah, of they do. Yeah. They get to if play you're the blue version, Horror of the Broken Lands, and then they can just oh. cycle the rest of their stuff and give it loads of plus two plus ones. Yeah. So so good. That's yeah. what you when you're if you're Spine playing Riverwinder. Yeah, yeah. That's your plan B for when you're bowling chalices for zero. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Anyway, yeah. so living end maybe. Yeah, but that's the next, <laughs> next thing. They're gonna they're gonna, they're gonna ban yeah they're gonna ban living at the card living end. Yes, yeah, yeah. Reprint book right, but they're gonna unban living death, or reprint it into standard. That's the deck. The or that's the card. The living end is like the suspend version. Of. Oh yeah. By, yeah, yeah. It's five mana. It's a similar effect, right? It just does the same thing. Okay, yeah. Yeah. it's plus. It's, it's not it? exactly the same thing, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Is it? Okay, yeah, exile both your yard and your battlefield and swap them okay yeah, yeah. it's a uh, yeah it was in vintage masters i managed to draft it and uh the card is absolutely absurd yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. especially <laughs> with a load of like uh cycling cards and disc discard outlet outlets in that format you just yeah. draft a control deck with like frantic searches and stuff yeah. discard a load of bombs and mm. then you just wipe the board and bring yeah, back yeah. all your bombs yeah, it's pretty yeah, sweet. yeah i was trying to think the other day is there any way that you can do the effect of like living end or living death without exiling everything and then putting it all back because it's so it's so it's clunky. really awkward yeah, yeah the word really, oh yeah, stuff like yeah. That. but i just don't think there is because it's like it would have to be like destroy all creatures return each cre- return each creature cra- card in the graveyard not destroyed this way to the battlefield yeah i don't think the rules supports that because yeah. like it can't keep track of which card is which mm-hmm. when they move zones like that okay, okay you know okay, what okay. i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. destroy yeah. destroy all destroy all creatures put each creature card destroyed this way into a graveyard with a 
No, what, 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 if it's, what if it's an exile all graveyard, send destroy creatures, and everything in graveyard goes back to the battlefield? No, no I, I was trying to think of a way to do it without exile. Oh, without anything. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So destroy all creatures, put each creature destroyed this way into a graveyard with a tombstone counter on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Recurrent each counters, creature like... without a tombstone counter in all grave in each graveyard to each battle. To each, whatever. Oh, yeah. that, that doesn't it's work stupid. with multiple copies of, of it, though. You know, if you play the card twice, all the old stuff will still have. Can you can you even get a counter on? Then remove all two of some counters. Ah, there we go. Yes. <laughs> well, it, it, it could just be a It's two lines of decks. One's like put everything from the graveyard on the battlefield, everything from the battlefield on the graveyard into the graveyard. But do both of these decks at the same time? No, no, no. This no, doesn't no, work. Doesn't work. Doesn't you have to resolve the Come cards on, in, uh, in, in order, order. Yeah, yeah. Put, you, put all creature return all creature cards from all graveyards to the battlefield under their owner's control. Destroy all creatures. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Now everything's dead. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Uselessly. And you trigger um, lots of enter the battlefield. Effect. That's true. Enter, enter, and, uh, enter oh, right. and right. dies. Actually, that card would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. How about we spend a long, long time on this? How about all creatures from graveyards enter the battlefield, they become indestructible until the end turn, then destroy all creatures? Oh, yeah, that works. Okay. Uh, will they be indestructible when that card resolves? No, that's right. That's what you want. You want all the creatures that are currently in graveyards to return to the Oh, right, right, right. And they then not die. They, yeah, those creatures gain indestructible. But yeah, what if uh, what if you bring back like oh no wait, that would work yeah maybe that would do it yeah. well, I feel like there's still some problem I'm not thinking of here yeah. with this one I don't know yeah yeah it's not very elegant it's not I think I think the less elegant way that we're trying to be better than is already better than this yeah I yeah agree. <laughs> it's basically anyway. like it's awkward but like you just you just tell your opponent we're just gonna swap our graveyards in the battlefield yeah and so graphic cases work. Cause oh yeah, because they're going from exile. Oh that's, yeah, does Graphic Creatures cool. not interact no, with exile? No, 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 that's mm. cool. Just graveyards and libraries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I suppose this this is a point where we could mention, as we just talked about redesigning a card, the Great Designers Search oh, yeah. 3 has been announced. Mm -hmm. So this is something that came back along with the unset. Um, the Wizards are looking for an intern, basically. Class. Yeah. And you have to do a big competition to do it. Um, I don't know, it's kind of cool. We'll get some content out of it in that they put challenges up for the people who who get through each round mm -hmm. of Great Design Research, and they put those up on the website usually as articles, okay, so we'll yeah. get to see what design challenges they do, and it'll be interesting. That's pretty cool, yeah. We should try and come up with some ourselves when we yeah. the challenges. See what yeah, we, we should do that. Yeah, that's a good yeah, idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. Okay, so um, I think that's going to be it for us this week. Mm -hmm. Cool. Thanks for listening. You can email us, skullcrackpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can tweet us. Which is at Skullcrack. Yeah, at Skullcrack. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks to Barry Cannon for our theme music. He's mm -hmm. in the hospital at the moment, so yeah, get yeah. well, Barry. Get well get soon, Barry. Barry. Yeah. yeah, nothing too serious, really. But no, no, he's yeah, all right. He'll yeah. be fine. And it's important that we announce that we will be taking a week off from the podcast next week. So sorry to all our ardent fans who really want to get that podcast hit every week, Skullcrack hit. Yeah. But uh, for Christmas, we'll be taking an episode off. So. There will be no episode next week, and then we'll return to our regularly scheduled Skullcrack in the new year. Yeah, yeah. so happy holidays, everyone. Mm -hmm. Good luck. It was either cancelled Christmas or cancelled podcasts, and it was a tough choice to make. Mm -hmm. but, yeah, I didn't have the mana open. And uh, that's going to be it. Cool. See you guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Dave down in the scrub tank. My opponent said to me, let's play another one. So then he drew a hand, sank them into a tune. I looked down on my own and thought, what the hell do I do? <laughs> but I got, on a, I got on a lucky one, an easy two for one. And I started thinking, this match will be done in two. You see, I was playing Grixes because I love you Warby and it reminds me of a better time when all of our dreams came true. Would you like to hear about the time when all of our dreams came true? Yes. Okay. Yeah. They had pods double quads drafting boosters of old, revised made alpha, or so I've been told.
when you when you first seized my hand on that cold GPE of your promise to be top eight was waiting for me. <laughs> we were trying against affinity, assembling the Trinity when climbed into tower and fetched up a mine. The moxes were tapping, the, the mites were attacking, but we slammed down a no stone and blew up the board. And the trolls and Twitch chat were in denial. They were spamming RIP. It was a night we almost spiked our first GP. <laughs> okay. We'll jump. No attack. There's no turning back. If they start racing now, we can turn out a win. Do you not see their ratchet? If they crack it, do you not see they? Do you not see their ratchet? If they crack it, we're dead. Oh shit! Do that verse again. Do that All verse right. again. Okay, we'll jump. No attack. There's no turning back. If we start racing now, we can turn out a win. Do you not see they? Do you not see their ratchet? We're dead if they crack it. But we top decked an Uber and sailed to round three. And the <laughs> trolls and Twitch chat are in denial and they're spamming easy G's. It was a night we almost spiked our first GP. <laughs> well, we almost had it won, if not for that endless one. Thought nodded our dreams away on turn fucking two. But don't you worry, Dave. They'll ban the eye soon. And even if they don't, next time we'll make day two. And the trolls in Twitch chat were in denial. They were spamming. We still had these. It was a night we almost spiked our first GP. Amazing. Amazing. Happy Christmas, everybody. (laughs) Fairy tale of the GP. Yes. (laughs) And our fairy tale. Cool. New Amon (laughs) Cast. New Phyrexia, don't. No, it's much better. It's much better. Fairy tale of New Phyrexia.